Today is an election day in the United States, and oof, what an election. What an election. I don't know the results yet. I don't know the fate of my country. But I do know this. Whatever happens, I have a powerful tool to help me through. The kind of tool that will make sure that I thrive no matter what the election results. A tool that I'm sharing with you on today's episode of the Business School for Writers podcast. Welcome to Business School for Writers, where we help storytellers like you ditch the starving artist cliche and thrive. I'm your host, Lauren Marie Fleming, and I am obsessed with the power of stories. I've seen the way stories heal writers, readers, and whole communities. But I've also seen the way we silence marginalized voices and discourage people from pursuing a career as a writer. Which is why I'm here today, helping you to ditch the lies you've been told about whose story matters and instead embrace the truth that the world needs your story now more than ever. I am living proof that it is possible to build a thriving career as a writer. And I created Business School for Writers to show you exactly how you can write more, publish more, and make more money as a storyteller. Welcome to your virtual classroom. Welcome to your cheerleading squad. Welcome to Business School for Writers. Is the news making you anxious? Do you dread logging into social media for fear of what new political disaster might be on there that you'll read about? Do you hate watching the news or reading the news right now? We live in an age of unprecedented access to information. I read a statistic the other day that said that each day, each day, our modern brains now absorb the amount of stimulants that people in Shakespeare's time got during their whole life, their whole life, and we absorb those stimulants each day. It's no wonder that you're feeling overwhelmed. Our brains, they weren't made for this. We can't just adapt to that much stimulation on our own. We need tools to help us. So then, how do you sort through it all? What are those tools? How do you know where to put your energy? How do you go from overwhelm to being able to have constructive action? The answer is journaling. If you're feeling overwhelmed, overstimulated, or just plain over it, I want you to head to businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. There, you're going to find my guide to journaling during difficult times. It's going to give you the tools that you need to sort through your thoughts, process your feelings, and focus on actions that you can take right now to make sure that your life and the lives of those around you are better. Best of all, it's free. It's absolutely free. So head over to businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling to grab it today. That's businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. And as always, that link is in your show notes. A friend of mine from Australia messaged me the other day and asked if the United States is really as wild and tumultuous as the media was making it out to be right now. My answer? Yeah, it kind of is. We are facing some serious upheaval right now. It's never been easy in the United States for marginalized communities. But lately, it feels like the strides we've made towards equity under the law have been erased. With hate crimes on the rise and police brutality going unchecked, 
we are facing what many other countries, ourselves included, have had to face before, a dark night of the soul. And if you don't know about the dark night of the soul, go back and listen to two episodes ago. It's a great metaphor for the journey that we're all on right now. My friend from Australia asked me how I'm coping, and I told them the truth. I'm actually doing okay. No, I am far from satisfied with the state of my country. And yes, I am scared about COVID and the horrible injustices that are happening and this election and everything that is going on. Do not get me wrong. I don't make light of what's happening right now. But I've been to hell and back in my past. I've gone through this dark night of the soul before. And I know how to thrive even in the depths of despair. No, I am not talking about spiritual bypassing here. I am not pretending that everything is okay. What I'm talking about is having this inexpensive and accessible way to process everything that's going on, to process my thoughts and feelings about it. I am talking about journaling. When I am feeling like the world is a dumpster fire and there is no hope for any of us, when I'm feeling like there's nothing I can do to make any of it better, when I'm feeling like my vote doesn't count and my safety is at risk, I turn to my journal. Writing my thoughts out allows me to calm down, de-stress, and look at a situation through a more thoughtful and helpful lens. It allows me to turn off that primal flight or flight mechanism that I have so I can stop acting from a place of fear and panic and start taking intentional steps towards making my life and the world around it better for myself and my community. As Caroline Rothstein said in the episode before this one, journaling allows me to, quote, orient my liberation on love, not fear. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, absolutely go back and listen to it. It was beautiful. Her whole suggestion that we orient our politics, our lives, our liberation, on love, not fear. I know that journaling seems so easy, almost too easy, in fact, to work. But studies have shown that journaling to be kind of this miracle solution. It's why I love it so much. It's magic for the brain. Journaling has been proven, scientifically proven, to be as effective as the combination of meditation and therapy done at once. Now, it is not a substitute for meditation and therapy, but it can be as powerful as both of them combined. That's amazing, right? It's this amazing tool. In my life, I have had the honor of hanging out with some of the most inspirational and successful humans on the planet, from Olympic athletes to movie stars, motivational speakers, world-changing activists to grassroots organization builders. I have noticed one thing that continually shows up in their stories of success writing down their thoughts and feelings and goals on a regular basis. Journaling helps you to sort through the mess that is all those distractions out there, all those stimulants, all of other people's opinions of what you should be or what you should think so you can focus down solidly on what you want and what you truly believe. I thought that today, this day of this big, huge election in the United States would be a great time to share this tool with all of you and to show you how I use it to thrive, even during hard times, even during volatile political climates. 
even during the dark night of the soul. So here are four ways that journaling can help you handle politics in the news right now with journaling techniques under each one that you can use right now to help manage anxiety and overwhelm. Again, before I give these, I want to just reiterate that this is not a substitute for professional help. It's just a great supplement to it. First one, using journaling to separate what others are telling you from what you truly believe. Fake news is rampant. And everywhere that you look, people are pushing their agenda on you. Journaling is a great way to step away from all of that and what everyone else is telling you and to figure out what you actually believe in. So try this. Write the name of a hot button topic or a hot button person, let's say maybe President Trump, in the middle of a piece of paper. And around that name, I want you to write everything that you think about it or them. When you've made an exhaustive list, I want you to circle the things that are based on solid facts or solid experiences that you have personally had. I want you to cross off anything that cannot be proven or is just hearsay. Hearsay is somebody says that somebody else said that somebody else said. Going forward, then you can focus on those items that you circled and discard all those items that you crossed off your list, all that hearsay, all those things that you don't have facts about. I also sometimes put a heart next to the ones that feel like they come from love and an X next to the ones that feel like they come from fear or hate. That helps me to lead my life in a way I want to with love taking precedent over hate or fear. For more on that, check out, like I said, last week's episode of the Business School for Writers podcast with Caroline Rothstein. We had a great conversation about that. Number two, journaling to prioritize where your energy should go. It would be amazing if you could go out and help every cause that comes across your radar and give everybody money that needs it. But the truth is you can't help anything if you're trying to help everything. Journaling can help you focus your energy on what matters and where it matters most. So try this. Make three rows on a piece of paper and title the need, want, and can't. Under need, I want you to write down all of the things that you absolutely have to be done in your life right now. Under want, I want you to put the things that you would like to do. And under can't, I want you to write the things that aren't possible for you to do right now. Maybe you can do it in the future. This doesn't mean that you won't ever get to those things. It's just not something that can happen right now. Keep your need, want, and can't list close by when you're deciding what to prioritize in your life and update it regularly. I try to update mine at least quarterly in my business, maybe sometimes weekly. I do this every Sunday in my life. This is actually the number one journaling tip that I find helps me and my writing clients. I use it in my business, in my love life, for my creative projects, in my activism. It helps me to prioritize where I want to put my time, energy, and money and focus right now in my life. Here's a little activism tip for you. If you're trying to decide where to put your focus, I personally try to prioritize causes that focus and center the most marginalized in our community, which often is trans women of color and people who are undocumented immigrants. That way that I know that my energy, money, time, etc., is going to the people who need it most right now in the world. Number three, using your journal as therapy so you can keep going. When your rights are being attacked and you fear for your safety, 
Sometimes survival is sometimes all you can do. When things are overwhelming, sometimes all you can handle is one little thing, is one little task, and that can be journaling. A journal is no substitute for professional help, but it can be a great supplement to therapy sessions. It is this place that you can go to, to let go, to process past trauma, to go through present issues, and to work through future fears. And daily journaling is more portable, timely, and cost-efficient than booking a therapy session for all day, every day. So try this. Use your journal as a supplement to your professional therapy sessions. Ask your therapist for writing assignments and have them help you process what comes up when you're journaling later. You can bring that into your therapy sessions. In between sessions, write down what you would tell your therapist if you were meeting together. A reminder that if things are really rough and your journal and therapy aren't working, remember that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always here to help you online and on the phone. I've had some really bad days in my life when I didn't think I could keep going or should keep going. Their website helped me make it through the night. So I want to tell you from somebody who's used their website that you should not hesitate to reach out to them if you need it. It's at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. I'm also here to tell you that bringing a journaling practice along in with my therapy practice exponentially helped me get to a better, calmer, more stable place in my mental health. So I highly suggest picking up a journal in between your therapy sessions. Number four, journaling to organize your thoughts and make your voice stronger. It's hard to stand up for yourself and others when you feel like your thoughts are scattered and running wild around your brain. Journaling is a wonderful way of getting your thoughts out of your head and onto the paper where you can better organize them. So I want you to try this. Set an alarm for 15 minutes and spew out everything that you're feeling onto a journal. When your alarm goes off, set it for another 15 minutes and use that time to try to organize the thoughts you just had. Pro tip, don't use the alarm on your phone or you'll be distracted by your phone. Find a egg timer or use your microwaves timer or or on your watch or some other timer because if it's on your phone, you're going to start playing with Instagram. So So that's my pro tip. If you need help finding time and space in your life to write or other pro tips on how to make that space to write, check out my Write More Challenge. It's at businessschoolforwriters.com slash write more. Okay, so those are my four best tips for using journaling to thrive no matter what's going on in the political climate, no matter how this election turns out. The next time that you're feeling overwhelmed with the state of the world or the state of your life or you're just feeling anxiety in general or you want to take some joy and put it on the page as well, grab your journal and let it help you process your opinions, organize your thoughts, and reclaim your voice. If you'd like more tips and tools on journaling, check out businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. There you can download my free guide to using journaling to thrive during difficult times. It goes farther into depth on the skills of exactly how to journal. So I've got that for you over at businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. You can also get weekly journaling prompts and writing tips in two places. One, the Writer Squad Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Writer Squad, or by following Business School for Writers on Instagram. If you use these techniques, I want you to reach out and let me know. I really, I mean it when I say, I'd love to see how they're working for you. Show me your journaling techniques. Share with me other techniques you might come up and let me know how this tool is supporting you. 
Okay, so that's it. Go grab your journal, jot down your thoughts, and then get out there and keep fighting the good fight because the world needs you and your story now more than ever. Sending you love, and I know that we'll all find a way to get through this together. Today's book review is The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by Julia Cameron. Now listen, I know that I sound like every other journal or every other writing person out there talking about the beauty that is in The Artist's Way, but it truly changed my creative life when I read it. And I have to be honest, I haven't read the whole thing. I have read just like a quarter of it and it changed my life. So you don't even have to read the whole thing for it to completely transform you. Julia Cameron developed a journaling technique called morning pages. And that technique has helped probably now hundreds of thousands. Honestly, everywhere I turn to people have done the artist way. It has helped thousands and thousands and thousands of people get in touch with their creative selves to tap into that creativity that's out there within themselves, without themselves. She encourages people to do two things. One, do these morning pages where you're just spewing your thoughts down journaling wise. It's a great way to get in the practice of journaling. And two, take yourself on creative dates where you foster creativity in your life. It is a great 12 week program if you choose to do that, or you can just pick and choose and read throughout it. There are wonderful quotes on the side. It has places for you to write within it, your wishes, your hopes, your dreams. It is an absolutely must read for the creative. And I highly suggest it for anybody who's feeling creatively stuck or overwhelmed right now in their life. So go pick up a copy of The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by the best-selling author, Julia Cameron. The link to grab it is in our show notes. You just finished another lesson at Business School for Writers. Feels pretty great, right? Being one step closer to a thriving writing career. I am so excited to see how you put to use the tips you learned today. So please share what you gained from this episode in the Writer Squad Facebook group. You can find your squad at facebook.com slash groups slash writer squad. Want even more support making your writing dreams come true? Go to businessschoolforwriters.com where not only can you find show notes and links from today's episode, but you'll also be able to explore courses, coaching, and free resources we've gathered together to help you along your path to creating a thriving writing career. Thanks again for listening to the Business School for Writers podcast. I'll see you in the next lesson. Business School for Writers is hosted and produced by Lauren Marie Fleming with editing and support from Samantha Olivares. All rights reserved by Las Maestras LLC. Our music is De Lejos by Ila Bamba. Check them out on Spotify. Big thanks to the team at Terrorbird and to Kristen Hozak. And of course, big thanks to you, the listener. Now put down this podcast already and go write. I'll see you next episode.